Welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Norwood, a wife, mom of two, a life coach, and a counselor. But above all these titles, I'm a human who is so passionate about helping other moms feel alive and confident. My mission with this podcast is to help you, the human, reconnect with yourself and your identity beyond being a mom. On this show, I'll share moments and stories and interviews and expert strategies to manage your mindset and take small action until you are living a life that you are so obsessed with. I feel that becoming a woman who is happy and peaceful and confident is the most inspiring thing we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite things to watch is other women win, including you. Welcome to the show. Before I even get into the goodies of this episode, as I was just like talking freely, I just felt so compelled to make an offer, a very, very steal of an offer for $10 at the end of this episode. So I'm encouraging you to stick around till the very end of this episode and reserve your spot because I'm only taking 10 women and it's a $10 investment. It's a $10 offer. You're not going to want to miss it. 10 women. $10, 10 days, get yourself in there with a link in the show notes. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Confident Like a Mother. How are you? How are you doing? How are you transitioning into fall? How are you getting settled into your new routine? What's been going on with you? I'm just dying to know. I wish that I could just like hear back your your comments. So always tag me or let me know. Send me a DM. Let me know what you're up to. I have one ask. I ask that if you're listening to this podcast and you always listen and you love it, if you could go to Apple iTunes and leave a rating, leave a review, because that is exactly how the algorithm of iTunes will push this out to even more listeners and to show up on your For You pages and... This is how we get the message out for more moms to live confident like a mother. So I thank you for that. I thank you for your time. And I always leave a link in my show notes that just like takes you right to um, Apple podcast and you could just drop a review right there. That would be so, so, so appreciated. Today's episode is for everybody. It's for every single person. It's can be shared with just any, just about any human because it's so applicable to everybody in life. And I'm talking a little bit about personal development and I have a little bit of an issue with the whole like personal development and maybe like why some people might shy away from personal development books or hiring a coach or maybe even listening to this podcast even. Maybe like what keeps some people away from buying that book or maybe reading it in public or hiring a coach or a therapist might be the fact that you're like, oh, if I do that, then something is wrong with me. And I'm here to say this podcast episode in particular is all about just that. And I'm just debunking that myth because personal development is not to fix you. It's not to fix your problems. It's not that. Because when you think about fixing something, that implies that it's broken. Like for example, my car is broken. It needs to be fixed. No, 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 no. You are not broken. There's no fixing that needs to happen with you. But my intention with this specific podcast is not for fixing anything. It's not for fixing your problems. It's not for fixing you, but rather 
It's to help you be even just a little bit better than you were yesterday. It's to help you grow your capacity to be an even better human every single day. So whether that means being able to have a bigger tolerance for your kids' meltdowns or having just an extra coping skill to pick from your back pocket, or maybe it's to help identify some areas in your life that maybe you're sabotaging a little bit. It's to bring awareness to the shadow sides of you or the darker sides of you that maybe you don't look at as often as you could. Because you can know what a concept is and you can have heard about it. You can have read a book about it. You could have listened to a podcast about it. But until you actually integrate and put it into practice in your life, it's just that. It's just a concept or if it's just something that you know about. Your life doesn't change in some huge, massive way by doing just one huge thing. It changes in massive ways by doing tiny little things along the way in order to expand your capacity and whatever that may be. So some moms may shy away from personal development or some humans may shy away from like a personal development book or even just being interested in personal development or hiring a therapist or hiring a life coach because You're thinking that only people that need fixing need coaches or therapists or seminars or workshop. But today's episode is all about just this. It's going from being normal, let's just call like where you are right now is being normal to slightly a little bit better than normal tomorrow if that's what you choose. If you think that everybody else is not broken, but you are broken, then your mindset's already like stuck in lack or not enoughness. So I would love for you to like shift your way of thinking about getting into personal development because everybody could be reading a book on something that they're interested in learning more about, whether that's learning more about yourself, learning more about how to get better, learning more about your coping skills, learning more about how to meditate, learning more about how to organize your time, learning more about how to deal with your kids' meltdowns more, like whatever area it is that you think that you would like to do just slightly better in, then you are. You're in you're interested in personal development. You're interested in growing your capacity to be just a little bit better than you are today. And that's what I'm encouraging. And I also want to highlight and underscore again that where you are today is not like below the baseline. Like where you are today is just perfect. Like nothing needs to be fixed. But if you think about something or if you think that something is wrong with you, then you're being motivated by fear in order to change it. So you're going through your life operating from the base thought of not being enough or feeling really far behind or everybody's doing it better than you or that everybody else somehow magically hasn't figured it out and you have not. You have not figured it out yet. And when you're operating like this and when you're thinking like this, you will forever stay stuck feeling how you're feeling and you'll wonder why you trying to get better is not working. However, but instead, if you were to be motivated by love, and think, okay, right where I am is normal. I am whole. I am perfect. I am lovely just the way I am. And I could get even better. Gosh, even just as I'm saying that, it sounds way more supportive than from the opposite, from operating from fear, thinking that I'm behind or thinking that I'm not good enough. When I know that right now, just as I am, it's perfect. And I know that there's a possibility of me getting better, just slightly better. I'm thinking about, okay, what can I get better in? How can I get better? What is the area or what is the thing in my life that I want to get better in? Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm curious. Now I actually want to do the damn thing. Can you notice the difference between the two when you're motivated by fear 
you're feeling like you're behind and that you're, you know, already not good enough. But when you're motivated by love and you're like, I'm normal, I'm perfect just the way I am and I can get better, your starting point is already ahead. In this episode, we'll be talking about growing your capacity to do just a little bit better. For the purpose of today's episode, your capacity or what you're centering your thinking about capacity on could be like growing your capacity to handle stress, growing your capacity to make more money, growing your capacity to learn more about yourself, or growing your capacity to have more discipline or more willpower when it comes to your own wellness routine. Whatever it is, Think about what what that is for you in this episode, and I want you to apply it every time I'm saying when you're growing or growing your capacity, because your capacity, it's finite, like it's a fixed amount, meaning that like there is only so much. And depending on the season that you're in in your life, your capacity could be really, really expansive. Like you could have such a large capacity right now, but then maybe around the winter time, your capacity shrinks or it grows because maybe you have less resources or there's just like way more things that are pulling you in different directions. Because like I said, your capacity is a fixed amount. It's not like infinite, okay? So everything that you are capable of or everything that you're able to handle as a human being fits inside your little capacity circle. And think of like all of the things that pull your energy. Think of all the things that pull your attention. Think of all the things you're stressed out about. Think about money. Think about all the interactions that you have. Think about all the relationships you have, your productivity, your achievements, your accomplishments. Wherever you are in each of those areas in your life, this is a reflection of what your current capacity is in each of those areas. Let's say you were able to be present in all of those areas of your life and you feel like you're doing a good job juggling it all, then maybe this is a good time to intentionally try to expand your capacity in that area. Or maybe on the reverse end of that coin, you might find that your life is like totally pulling you in a a million different directions. You don't feel like you can be present in any one of those areas and you feel like you're maxed out. This is, the, this is you, this is an example of you being over capacity. So maybe looking at all of the ways in which your attention is being drawn into a million different directions and getting really clear on what is most important to you, what your priorities are, and where you need to and must say no for your own mental wellness. So again, creating what your core values are would be a really great place to start for this one. And I know I talk about core values all the time, but I cannot emphasize it enough, the importance of knowing what your core values are, because they'll make making all of these decisions way, way, way easier. So you're probably wondering, Caitlin, how can I set myself up for success by increasing my capacity? I'm ready. I know that I want to increase my capacity a little bit. I know that I want to grow. I know that I want to get to a place where I can trust myself to catch my brain when it's having unsupportive thoughts and then being able to turn around on my own. And also making decisions from a place of love rather than fear, then you're going to want to listen to the five tips that I have at the end of this episode where I share with you five tips on how to improve your personal capacity for growth. And your personal capacity for growth could look like increasing your ability to remain calm when you've asked your kids five times to wash their hands and get their paint off the hands before dinner. Or your capacity could look like your willingness to make really nutritious choices about the food like you said that you were going to do. Or your discipline when it comes to working out or moving your body like you intended to at the start of the week. Or maybe improving your capacity looks like 
keeping a small promise to put yourself first or keeping a small promise to do something for yourself today. Like when you felt so inspired by, you know, somebody that you watched on Instagram and you're like, damn it, I need to, I want to do that for myself too. And then all of a sudden you've kind of falling away and you're not staying true to yourself. So if you are struggling in any one of these areas, then your current capacity might be very limited and you're likely feeling stuck. I want to share with you what's going on and the reason why you keep having to start over. Before you go to start something new, like again, growing your capacity in a certain area that you're trying to work on, but you don't really feel like you have a handle on the foundational things that need to be addressed first. Like for example, the systems in your house, maybe your children's behavior or some of your unhealthy daily habits or the the amount of sleep that you're getting, the way that you handle stress, how you communicate with your partner. If those foundational areas aren't solid and you don't feel like you have any room for growth in those areas, then I would pick one of those areas first and start to expand your capacity in that area before trying something different. And the reason why I say this is because you're likely going to quit that new thing if your capacity and your foundational areas is not solid. And to take it one step further, if you're continuously quitting things or having to start over, I am positive you have some thoughts about yourself and the reason why you're always not following through or not showing up for yourself. And I'm willing to bet some of those internal thoughts are, we never follow through on anything. See, we shouldn't start that anyways. We shouldn't waste our money. What's the point of even trying? Or my life doesn't work like that. Or on and on and on. The list could go on for many, many different kind of thoughts that are in your head about the reason why you start something and you don't follow through. Or you start something and you quit and then you have to start all over again. It's because you're at your max capacity. However, if your energy is in like a million different spots, of course you feel maxed out. Of course you feel like you can't maintain something or take on something new. That's why I want to share with you four ways in order to increase your capacity to grow, meaning increasing your capacity to do just a little bit better. And the first tip or the first thing I can offer is create better systems. So again, think about the area in your life that you would love to just get slightly better in. Again, I'll use the example of increasing your capacity to handle stress when your kids are melting down. If you have a good system, whether that's a family, both family and a personal system, I would say, but what does your family system look like in order to support your ability to handle the stress of your kid melting down? I would say first start off with your personal system, What are your own, identifying what your own coping skills are, what can you use, are you actually using them? Something that I use personally is distraction. So I'll focus on one specific thing that I'm doing, even if my daughter is like having a really difficult time, I will distract her and then circle back to the thing that was causing her to feel distressed and making her feel upset and then address that after she's done tantruming. So what this does for me is able to, you know, just kind of get through the tantrum, distract her really quick, pull her out of that, and then go back and revisit, okay, when you're feeling upset, what are three things that you could do? Right now, our family just uses um, tell an adult, she takes a break and walks away, or a butterfly breathing technique, which just includes putting your hands underneath your chin, and when you inhale, your elbows go out, and as you exhale, you bring your arms back down. We use the butterfly breathing because my mom loved butterflies, and it's something that connects with our family. So again, this is just a good example of what my personal system is and how our family system is. So also, if it was at home, 
I know that maybe if I'm getting too stressed out, my husband taps in and like, I'll go upstairs. I'll, you know, go into another room. I'll start dinner. I'll go into the garage. I'll take me, I'll do something. We'll go outside. Our, our family system is got it locked down as to how we deal with our capacity for stress. And the same goes for my husband. If I see my husband getting too stressed out or too overwhelmed or is like reaching his max out point, then I'll tap in. This is just one example of an established system that I intentionally created one for myself and two with my husband because like shit's going to pop off and I know that and I want to be able to address it and deal with it in a way that I feel like supports not only me and him, but also my daughters as well. All right, let's move on to number two. The second thing that I would suggest if you are somebody that is trying to grow or increase your capacity or just to do a little bit better in life is surrounding yourself with other people who are also trying to do better in their life as well. And this is so contagious. When you are constantly surrounded by people that are like complaining and gossiping and shitting on their husbands, then like that's not going to help you up level. That's not going to help you feel better. That's not going to help you and your desire to want to be just a little bit better. It's going to pull you down. There's a ton of science to support this. There's a ton of resource to support that. Like you take on your environment, like become who you hang out with or who you spend the most time with. So I'd say in the last year and a half of my life, I've been really selective with what I do on the weekends, who I choose to spend my time with because I want to make sure that the, when I am spending time with other people outside of my family or outside of doing something for myself, that it's going to be fucking awesome. And they want to be fucking awesome as well. And so it just up levels the whole entire system. Which brings us to number three, and I will talk about this until I, my very last breath, is working on your mindset. Identifying what your limiting beliefs are that are keeping you stuck where you are right now. The sneakiest limiting beliefs are definitely the most powerful and they're the things that are keeping you back, but they're underneath the surface. They're not like the things that are popping out in your mind like, oh, I can't hire a coach or I can't afford to hire a coach. Like those ones are very obvious. The sneakiest ones are underneath the surface and those sneakier ones are like, I'm not worth even investing in myself or I'm not even worth change or I don't even think that I could change my life or I don't believe that I can actually accomplish it. Those are the ones that are underneath the surface that are doing all the damage, but without the help of like excavating the real mindset work, they'll stay there and they continue driving the bus and you're blindly just following it. You're wondering why you're not changing or you're wondering why you can't do anything to change your life or to feel even slightly better. Once you work on your mindset and once you work on what your limiting beliefs are or the old stories that are keeping you back... And then you can start to identify where they are and begin to reverse them. You will see your capacity to grow like that. I can promise you. And the number four thing that you can do in order to grow, in order to expand your capacity as a human being to do slightly better is applied expansion or like forced expansion. I think applied expansion sounds way less aggressive. So we'll go with applied expansion. So think about this. Is there something that you just for the sake of getting out of your comfort zone? So like your growth would be on the other side of whatever that is for you. So think about this. What is it that you feel like you know that you're supposed to be doing but you mentally, you really don't want to do it. But in your gut, you're like, I know that I should be doing this. So think about your gut has the feelings, your brain thinks. Gut feels, brain thinks. Anything that you think is going to push you beyond what you are comfortable with, your brain is going to think like logically. Your brain is going to try to talk you out of it in order to, quote unquote, keep you safe, in order to 
protect you, whether that's protect you from failing or protect you from making a risky decision, because this is what our brains are, are designed for us to do from like an evolutionary standpoint. But I'm here to say your growth is on the other side of whatever it is that you don't want to be doing. Here's how you take this concept and integrate it into your life. You know, at the beginning of this episode, I talked to you about when you've read something or when you've heard something on a podcast and you're like, yeah, I know about that. Like, I know I need to be stepping outside of my comfort zone. Right now, that's just a concept for you. But here's how to integrate it. I want you to think about something that you need to be doing. Like you have a pull to be doing it, but mentally you have a little resistance towards it right now. Like mentally, it's like, yeah, but I don't want to do it. And if there was one thing that you feel like you should be doing, but you're mentally scared of doing that, or you have some type of resistance, what is that thing, right? So bring it to your mind. Think about it. Now think about how different would you feel in three months, in six months, in 12 months from now, if you committed to doing just one tiny thing for, let's just even say, let's even say 10 days. 10 days straight, you made a little tiny commitment to yourself to work towards whatever it is that you know that you need to do, but you have some resistance towards it. What do you think your life would look like on the other side of just those 10 days? And then in a larger scope, how different do you think that you would feel if you just decided to start right now, just even for 10 days. And like I said at the start of this episode, it doesn't take much to make significant changes in your life. Your problem is just that you haven't committed yet. But I also want you to know that it's never too late to start change. It's never too late. There's never going to be a point in your life where like you're like, oh, we can't turn it around now. Like we've already made it this far. And it's never too late to just do things differently. Like you could wake up tomorrow and just decide, I'm going to change my life and I'm just going to start doing things differently. Your brain is telling you that it's too late or your brain is telling you that you've been left in the dust or that you always quit and you don't follow through or that you're never consistent. Your brain is just telling you that and it's in fact not true. So what would you be committing to if you knew and were really committed to doing the damn thing for 10 days in a row? Or what would you really be committed to for the next three or six months, let's say, if you were to start tomorrow, if you were to start Wednesday? what would you be committing to? I want to know in the DMs. I want to know in text messages. I want you to tell me what you're committing to for the next 10 days. Because if you don't commit to this 10-day challenge, you're going to look back and it's going to be October 2023 and you're going to be the exact same you. Do not miss this opportunity to grow slightly better than you were yesterday. I'm actually so inspired to offer, to help you commit. I'm offering 10 days of coaching on this specific commitment that you've made. 10 days of coaching for $10. You decide on what you're committing to and I will coach you for the next 10 days. Sign up with a link in the show notes. In full transparency, I had no intention of making any offer like this at the end of when I was recording. It's just something that I genuinely felt moved to do and I can't wait to take coaching you for the next 10 days to live confident like a mother 